Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to yet another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. Now, many of you know the idea behind podcast pontifications to do some high-minded things not a lot of other people are talking about. So rather than tell you what to do, I oftentimes find it helpful to talk about what not to do. So that's what we're going to cover today. What not to do for your podcast outro. Allow me to, as I oftentimes say, set the stage. Regardless of what your podcast is, what your content is about, a podcast typically has three segments, three large overarching segments that are going to happen. There's an intro. Then there's the body content, the meat that you want to talk about. And then there's an outro. You may have heard this talked about as if every story has a beginning and a middle and an end. Same thing. The outro is the end of each one of your episodes. That's what an outro is. Oddly enough, a fair number of podcasts don't put anything in the outro because they don't have an outro. My clients oftentimes struggle with what kind of information should we put in an outro, Evo? What should we do? Because we're not big podcast listeners, so what's, what's the standard model? What's accepted business practice? What really works? Okay, that's what I want to talk about. What really works. Here's the way to think about your outro. There are three reasons to have an outro. Other than the fact that you have to have one. Even if you don't have one, by default means you have an outro. It's just a terrible one. There are really three primary audiences that you care about for an outro. Because here's the reality. Whatever you put in your outro, a significant portion of the people who listen to your program will never hear it. However, that doesn't mean you should ignore it. I'm just telling you that a significant percentage of the people don't listen to the outro, and that's okay. That is okay. It still needs to be there. When is the last time you read Beyond the End in a book? Probably not very often. For most people, you might have. Most people don't. Yet there's still what we call in the book industry back matter. Same thing. For a podcast, you need, even though most people aren't going to listen, you still have to do it. Because, because, here's the important thing, there are people who do. Yay! So as I said, three audiences that you want to serve with your outro. Number one is you. And what I mean by that is you, you may have some compliance issues you need to put in your podcast outro. Maybe you need to give credit to whomever you have used the music from. You've already cleared the rights. I'm not suggesting that you do anything different. 
but it's possible that your agreement with the artist who provided your introduction music, the bed music for your show, perhaps playing under your outro, you might need to credit that person. That might be a part of your legal arrangement. Now, I do a fair amount of work with professional service providers who are members of various professional groups, and they have their own special code of conduct and rules. Like I have financial service providers who are podcasting. And for them, we have to put a disclaimer to talk about not being financial advice. Same thing goes, I have a, I have a, a doctor, a medical doctor, and we have to put information there that says, I'm not a doctor. I'm not, I am a doctor, but I'm not your doctor. Do not take any of this as standard medical advice. So compliance issues are one. What do you have to say legally that's necessary? Okay, think about that. Now, the second group of people are brand new listeners. And I think these are incredibly important. People who are brand new to your show, maybe they don't even know about your show. They have this episode. You don't know how they got it. They might have had it emailed to them. That's possible. They might have clicked a link on Twitter that goes straight to your MP3 file and they're listening that way. But they are listening unencumbered, unattached to anything else that you do. You don't even know if they're listening through a podcast app. All you know is that there are people out there who might be listening to this file as their first introduction to you whatsoever. If they like what they're hearing, and they haven't stopped listening already, those people who really enjoy the content and it's brand new to them, who got it, we don't care how, those people will often listen all the way to the end to find out one thing, where they can get more. That might be more episodes. That might be more information about you. That might be a lot of different things what the more happens to be. But think about the person who just found this somehow, don't care how, who cares enough to get all the way to the end. They're looking for information. You do this too, by the way. When you go to a website and you go, that was a really cool article that I just read, or that was a very awesome GIF I just looked at or whatever, and it's brand new. You just plopped in there. What do you do after you really like it? You scroll down or up, wherever, and you look for the contact. You look for the about. You look for more information. We don't have the ability to seek within audio yet. Maybe one of these days. So now the appropriate place to put that stuff is at the end. What information does somebody want more about? It's at a minimum, it's your website. At a minimum, it's your website. And perhaps even at a maximum, it might be your website as well. Okay. Now, the third audience are the hardcore fans who like to listen to every single thing that you do. And you think they don't exist, but I'm telling you they do. There are hardcore fans that you have that will listen all the way through, and they want one thing from you. They probably want to be entertained. Now, they may, be want, they may want information, but they probably want it in an informative way. Because remember, beginning, middle, and an end, you're at the end part now. You've already told the story. The middle is done. You've said the end. The climax has been reached. Now what's left to tell? Well, other interesting, entertaining things. Outtakes, always fun. Most of the time, fun. Special little bits, sure. You can do that. Things you're interested in that didn't really fit for the show. Maybe you want to run some ads for other podcasts or talk about other podcasts you want someone to listen to. That's fine. That's totally fine. But they want more from you. Even after the main content is done, they want more. So again, Compliance, what do you have to do legally? Information for more information, 
how people who are brand new can listen for the first time ever. And then three, information, entertainment for your long form fans. Okay, that's what you should, that's what you think to think about. So the, the topic was, was what not to put on your podcast. Here's what not to do. I'll finally answer that question. What should you not do? Stop begging for reviews, please. For the love of everything that you hold dear in life, stop asking for reviews. Number one, two reasons for that. One, reviews don't help uh, do anything with the algorithms, even though you might think that they do. And number two, the outro is a terrible place for a call to action. So I'll go one level up. Don't put calls to action in the outro of your file. Do not do it. That's not why people are there. It's okay to say, here's my website. That's not a call to action. That's just a website. Any call to action had to be in the body content. That's where the calls to action were. So don't put, don't put any asking for that kind of stuff. And Lord, stop talking about iTunes. Seriously, stop saying the words iTunes. Strike it from your vocabulary. doesn't exist. You can tell people that your show listed on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that stuff, of course, as it should be. But I think it's better to talk about your website. So don't be begging for reviews. Don't put calls to action of any sort. In fact, that's the, I'm going to end it right there. No more calls to action in your podcast outro. Hey, do you need help figuring out what you should put in your outro and how your business should approach podcasting? This is an outro, by the way. Contact me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. Podcastlaunch.pro is my website. Oh, by the way, short episodes like this, there's only room for a call to action. It's kind of here at the end, so I can break my own rule, but you see what I'm saying. Anyhow, I'm back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, PlanCPills.org 
provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.